1: And good evening to you wherever you may be. Welcome to Lighthouse Live. Pastor Mike Douglas with you along with our producer and co-host Elaine Harlan and of course our uh, inimitable uh, Mr. Owl, our prayer intercessor with us as well, Al Ramsey. And uh, wandering around the front room here at ABC from time to time also, uh, Louie, uh, one of our uh, volunteers and Joshua is around here somewhere. Uh, Big John and Yvonne and uh, Chris and uh, uh, Sherry with us as well. So we we just got a, kind of a family time here. And oh, if you're nice. listening live, by the way, you have about 59 minutes, and we're flipping. And there's Lori, too, yes. uh, joining us. Uh Yeah, about 58 minutes and 30 seconds now if you want to enjoy hamburgers and hot dogs with us. <laughs> John has the grill fired up outside. And uh, if you can get here before the fire department does, <clears throat> why, uh, we're, uh, <laughs> you can enjoy some hamburgers and hot dogs yes. uh, with us as well. Today, a uh, special time, Pastor Chuck Adams, a longtime yes. friend and mm. uh, just a, a wonderful brother in the Lord, uh, he, a shepherd here in uh, the Modesto area at the Carpenter's House, joining us as well as we celebrate Father's Day uh, today in advance of uh, Father's Day. And by the way, if you'd uh, like to, uh, we, we, we've done some nuggets of wisdom, I thought. You know what? What have we learned over a couple of decades and and over time of being a dad? And, and we've posted twenty of those on our on our blog. If you want to log into A V, that's V as in Victor, A V C, Modesto at blogspot.com. Uh, why? Uh, we'd love for you to add to some of those twenty, and we'll go over those in just a couple of minutes. But anyway, nuggets <laughs> for Father's Day. What have you learned? What have you learned from others? We'd like to know. Uh, what God has blessed you with in terms of nuggets as well. Again, that uh, blog spot is... <laughs> I'm driving down the highway. I got hit by a blog spot right on the windshield. I hate it, <laughs> it when that happens. Yeah. Cool, does yeah. It doesn't sound know, too cool, it's <laughs> AVC as in Advancing Vibrant Communities, avcmodesto.blogspot.com. Before we introduce uh, Pastor Chuck to you and go on, though, let's check in with Voice of the Martyrs. What will people think
2: when they hear that I'm a Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with news of another real-life Jesus freak.
1: It's 99 A.D. Vitalis, a Roman knight, serves for years with Paulinus, a bloodthirsty judge. But finally, Vitalis has seen enough and accepts a new truth, the way of Jesus. Furious, the judge brings him to the torture rack and demands, Sacrifice to the gods and live.
2: Gasping from the strain, he answers, You must have lost your mind to think that I will be deceived by you. All my life I have sought to deliver others from the danger of such delusions. Vitalis is buried alive. So what have you sacrificed
1: to deliver others from delusions? For more stories of courage
2: under fire, go online to persecution.com.
1: You know, there's a footnote. Uh, to that, by the way, Vitalis, of course, you think of that, you, you think of that uh, hair tonic, you know, that came out. Of <laughs> Vitalis, you remember that? Uh, <laughs> what, yeah. Why, why it's, No, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, it it's a good thing
3: that so this much. is a radio broadcast.
1: <laughs> uh, well, you have to, you had to have been here to appreciate that little exchange. But anyway, I but, do you do from remember Vitalis, <laughs> that really didn't
0: come to my mind, you guys. No, no fine. It, it didn't. I yeah. mean, I, okay. right. I, mean, I remember Vitalis, but that did not come to my sure. mind. Okay. Sure. Well, anyway, uh,
1: there's a footnote. Okay. That's where I was going with this. Go for it. Uh, his wife, uh, also a very strong believer, uh, they uh, uh, actually um, came after her as well. And she was martyred as well. They uh, hmm. killed her by beating her with sticks. And uh, through it all, she hung on to the faith and uh, boldly proclaimed her faith in Christ in, in the face of that. So again, we're, we're blessed to be here in America and uh, need to take care of those privileges we have very carefully. Speaking of those privileges, eroding or not, let's check in with Brad Dacus.
2: It's time for The
4: Legal Edge, a look at your rights as a Christian, a parent, and a citizen. And now with a look at what's happening on the legal front, the president of the Pacific Justice Institute, Brad Dacus. The government is promoting some religious beliefs and demeaning others. You see, a federally funded website created by UC Berkeley is using the statements of selected religious groups to enhance teaching techniques of evolution in the classroom. This website's goal is to convince students that there is no contradiction between being religious and believing in evolution. Well, the website goes further and actually derides other religious teachings which challenge evolution. Well, the Pacific Justice Institute has appeared this last week before the Ninth Circuit to argue that the First Amendment says that the state must never show favor toward one denomination and hostility toward another. I'm Brad Dacus.
2: To find out
4: more about The Legal Edge, call 916-857-6900 or log
0: on at pacificjustice.org. And we're back with you on Lighthouse Live. Thank you for tuning in. And it's time now to check out some of those opportunities to volunteer with the Volunteer Center of the United Way. The Howard Training Center gearing up for their eighth annual golf tournament fundraiser. And uh, don't know for (laughs) – Al, are you a golfer? Al's doing
1: the sound effects today.
0: You know, that's pretty cool. I don't know if uh, Pastor Chuck is a golfer or not. I I am. uh, Are you?
3: You are. Yes. I won't. Test to the uh, quality of the golf, but <laughs> some, someone asked me what my handicap was, and I said it was my game.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, uh, you know, I hear a, go- a lot of golfers say that uh, yeah. about themselves, their the games, rather, but uh, anyway, they're gearing up for this eighth annual golf tournament, so this might be something that uh, interests you, but the fundraiser is coming up, and it's not happening until September 26th, but the volunteer committee members are getting uh, started now and the volunteer uh, are getting uh, you know geared up for this and so this is where you might want to uh, take part in this. The Howard Training Center operates three major facilities. These guys do a great service. They not only uh, serve meals, but they also deliver like meals on wheels type things, and they do a lot of great things. So this might be an an area where you might want to uh, volunteer and participate and help out with this golf fundraiser, because I know that they need a lot of volunteers for that. So even though the golf uh, event isn't until September, they're getting started now. So that might be something that you want to participate in. Reading Works Adult Literacy Program. This is a biggie, too. You can teach an adult to uh, read and actually change their future. Volunteers ages 16 or older spend just a couple of hours a week increasing a student's basic learning reading skills by following an easy to follow phonics based curriculum. Uh, Reading Works is providing a tutor orientation on Wednesday, July 16th, from 6:30 to 7:30 p.m. Followed by a tutor training that happens Saturday, July 19th, from 10 to 4 p.m. Both will be held at the Modesto Library downstairs auditorium. Reading Works is a partnership of the Stanislaw County Library and the Stanislaw Literacy Center provides free literacy services uh, for adults who need to improve their basic academic skills in Stanislaw County. And there are a lot of people who need to do that. Did yeah. you know that a lot of people can't even read their prescriptions? And that's you know,
1: the national thing. average on that last I heard was 46%. Huge. Of Americans cannot read the information on their prescription bottle. That's oh, dangerous. Very dangerous. Yeah, that's,
0: yeah. Yeah. So you might Usual. want to uh, take part in that. You know, we did that here at ABC and it's very worthwhile. The we stand- misread our prescription bottles? Is that what you No, mean? no. We oh! <laughs> Hopefully, I was not. just clarifying that. Know, I wasn't maybe sure. Maybe you did
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stan- Well, that's a foregone conclusion. <laughs> Chuck says, Now we know my mic's yeah. that way. <laughs> we know lot. what yeah. the
0: problem is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Stanislaw County Parks and Recreation Department, where you can beautify our community while maintaining the landscape of county parks and grounds. Now, this is another area that might be a lot of fun to volunteer in. Uh, assistance are needed to plant transplant, weed, mow, prune, uh, water irrigate, and help out with landscape design. Uh, This, uh, I think Mr. Al might be interested in some of this maybe, I don't know. You can pick up litter, empty trash cans, clean up campus sites, ranges, uh, model airplane fields and restrooms. Uh, just maintenance workers also needed to maintain water lines, drinking fountains, irrigation, sprinkler systems. Uh, all volunteers should be at least 18 years of age. That includes all of us here around this table so there's no problem there. The Stan- <laughs> no danger on that one. Sad Stan- to say. The Stanislaw County Parks and Recreation Department is responsible for planning, developing, operating, and maintaining parks, reservoirs, and county facilities throughout Stanislaw County. And You know, we can have a lot of fun doing these type of things, but once again you're out there mingling with people, with Mm -hmm. the public, you're volunteering, you're helping to beautify your community and your city but you're building relationships with other people, and yeah, that's yeah, what it's about. And yeah, So any of these uh, items of uh, volunteering and areas of interest uh, appeal to you, we would encourage you to call Barbara Borba. She's very reachable at 209-524-1307, extension 113, or you can email her at bborba at org. And uh, she'd be very happy to hear from her, from you. Or you can always give us a call here at 209-544-9571. You can check out our uh, website. Did we give our website? By the way, not yet. I, no, we didn't. But uh, we have some items. That's our, why
1: you get the big bucks here the, at Lighthouse Life. Do I remember mean, our website? Remember, that's, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the key. We have some uh, items uh, needed on our website, and you can see that posted at www.vibrantcommunities.org. Uh, items such as fans needed right now, with the temperatures today being what they are. A uh, lot of folks have no means by which to uh, cool themselves. People living in mobile home units. Uh, right now, needing fans, window uh, air conditioning units, uh, beds, sofas, household furnitures. And if you have the time and you would like to help picking up and delivering some of these uh, items to families in need of them, uh, please let us know. And you can do so again at 209-544-9571. And we would be glad to connect you with the opportunities to uh, to volunteer. Some great uh, Great uh, opportunities await you, and you can check out that uh, website uh, on a daily basis. We want to mention, Mike, before we go on, this call to pray Amen. opportunity mm-hmm. coming That's up Saturday. Saturday. And I know mm-hmm. that you and Chuck <laughs> both uh, are uh, going to be involved in this. And you can come and stand in the gap with the men of this community and pray. And this is going to be taking place, uh, I believe, at... Uh, Johansson, Johansson High, School. Yes.
1: 9 to 11 on uh, the 14th, uh, which is next Saturday. And uh, this is what I love about this, Chuck, is it's grassroots. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, some, some men who said, hey, we got a problem, you know, with gangs in our community and, and a lot of stuff's not working, you know, although it's worthy, it's, it's not, uh, you know, uh, addressing the, the root issues. So why don't we as men rise up and just bring this uh, before the Lord uh, together?
3: Yeah, it was interesting that earlier this week I was reading um, Paul's comments to Timothy about his desire that men would pray everywhere, mm-hmm. lifting up holy hands yeah. and and it seems like because Paul then goes on to address um, areas where both men and women seem to have vulnerabilities and the, and he talks about uh, areas that ladies need to address, but then he he really addresses this issue of men. Praying, And mm-hmm. it's like he singles it out as though it's something we may not be as inclined naturally to do. Mm-hmm. And he says, guys, you, need, you really need to remind yourselves mm-hmm. of the significance of men coming together and and praying. And I, I'm very excited about this on Saturday.
1: Well, and I think the beauty of it is it's regular guys mm-hmm. saying we're going to do this. It wasn't, you know, one of us pastors saying, all right, you know, guys are just yeah. saying we, we've had enough and uh, we we need to get together and bring this before the lord yeah. and that's the beauty of it absolutely life. absolutely i think that's <laughs> uh
3: all of us catching the vision of what we can do um and the significance of prayer in that role mm-hmm. now it's not that that's the only thing we do but right. certainly without the spiritual dynamic of of prayer's influence that it all begins at that point absolutely and yeah. uh, what an awesome thing
1: well you look at the history of god's people you know when it it hit the fan what did they do? Fell on mm-hmm. their knees, you know. Mm-hmm. You remember Ezra just mm-hmm. laid yes. out flat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. J- just totally, absolutely undone. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you think of that that visual of of just grabbing on to God mm-hmm. and saying, "I'm not letting go mm-hmm. until I get an answer mm-hmm. here." <laughs> well, you know, that's we often quote the uh,
3: Second Chronicle seven fourteen mm-hmm. passage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. It dawned on me recently the context of that, mm. the context of Second of Chronicles seven fourteen is set in a time where there is great distress. Going, God in in essence prepares Israel by saying, if in fact in the future you start seeing difficulties arise in your nation, the way you begin to address that is coming together and seeking My face and allowing me to open your eyes to the areas that need to be addressed and perhaps where we need to refocus and re-energize ourselves in t- toward God's purposes. And it's set in that very kind of context of, of distress.
1: Well, and at, at the end, you look at that context, and, and if you do this, what is he going to do? He's going yeah. to what? Heal the land. Heal. Oh, yeah. yes. He's going yeah. to heal the land. And that's what we're asking for. Absolutely. Is a healing Absolutely. You know, of, of our land, starting with our, our community. So By the way, in our introductions, yes. we uh, LaShawn came in. Yes, LaShawn
0: Brown. And he's Welcome. What, Thank he's you. He's one of our
1: newer dads here uh, today, right? Brand how, new how dad. Many, uh, how many months have you been a dad now? Officially one year now. Officially a y- 12 months 12 already. Months, yeah. oh, wow. Congrats. Well, How, you're how time passes so quickly. That is amazing, quickly. yeah. 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 seems like just yesterday we were oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: welcome 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 and and happy father's day to all of you and to everybody listening who's a dad or uh, a future dad single dads who will be dads we just want to wish you all a happy father's day and thank you thank you for being here and chuck adams senior pastor at the Carpenters' House. We just thank you for being here again. Sheena, and, my privilege. Just a uh, uh, welcome. Well, a warm I, I was
3: interested in LaShawn's comment because I am coming up this Sunday, the first anniversary of being a grandfather. Oh. Oh, Yay. wow. Uh, first first okay. grandchild and uh, Amen. on Father's Day. Wow. So, yeah. Your so lovely exa- wife, oh, yeah.
0: Sherry, and I were, were sharing that uh, before uh, we Thank began you. the program today. And how exciting is that?
3: This grandparent thing is a pretty good deal. Isn't it cool? Yeah, it is. It, it's a very enjoyable experience. You
1: know, the problem for Lori and me is we started so late. You know, by the time we're grandparents, we're going to be on oxygen. I mean, uh, <laughs> here, oh, Michael, you know, there's your grandson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you like
1: Darth Vader. <laughs> you know, Pastor
0: Mike's father-in-law, Louis, is is joining us today too, and Happy Father's Day to Louis. I just, it, it is so awesome to have all of our our, our friends, or our, many of our friends, here today, and many of our volunteers as well. And we yeah. just want to welcome you all, and and Chuck. We, we just so appreciate the fact that you and Sherry and, and LaShawn as well came today to, to share with us, and, and it's always great to have you come and just maybe bring us up to speed. What's new at the Carpenter's House?
3: What's new at the Carpenter's House? It's just, we have kind of um, come into a new season of, uh, of God's blessing mm. in, in our church, oh. and it's... Uh, uh, we all go through those times of planting and uh, and working in the Lord's field, and uh, we're, we're just seeing a wonderful time of, of God's blessing and reaping some benefit of uh, a long period, uh, not a long period, but a period of um, preparing, and God is just being really good to mm-hmm. us. It, it's a very refreshing time, mm-hmm. and uh, and we're enjoying that immensely.
0: You know, as I listen to you guys talk about the upcoming uh, prayer time Saturday uh, with the men gathering together, what a time as we look forward to Sunday being Father's Day of all these men gathering Mm -hmm. together. What a vision Mm -hmm. that is. What an example. Yeah. Uh, I just just see that as a... That was
3: one of the first things that struck me when I was introduced to the upcoming event, mm-hmm. is what an appropriate time yeah. mm-hmm. for men yeah. to step up and say, yeah, well, let us show you what being a father is about, and, and really demonstrating some spiritual leadership uh, within our individual homes, and in a larger sense, spiritual leadership within the community. And I just thought that was a wonderful, wonderful expression of that, mm. um, because it's it really is critical to what our homes become, what our community becomes, when godly men will assume, not not a domineering role, not a dominating role, right. but simply being leaders uh, as God has called us to be. And, and uh, uh, stepping into that role, I think, is so significant for us. As Amen. You,
0: as you look back through your life, Chuck, and the influences that you had growing mm-hmm. up, what was that like for you?
3: Um, very wonderfully blessed with a father who was a spiritual leader in the mm-hmm. home. Um, and interestingly enough, he did not have that kind of model for him as a young man. He uh, came from a very large family, um, and his father was a good man, um, but not a man who uh, actively pursued a-, a godly lifestyle and provided that kind of leadership in, the- in my dad's home. And um, and so I was very blessed to have a father who would step into that gap and be the uh, kind of godly leader uh, that I think the scriptures call fathers to be. And so I uh, I look back on who I am as a father and um, the influence that I have hopefully had on my family, and it really began with my dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Awesome. Amen.
3: Yeah, fortunate enough to have him for. Uh, Ninety-seven years. Wow. wow. Is yeah. that right? Oh, yeah. my word. He passed amen. away just uh, just a little over a year ago. Oh, That's and amazing. Uh, what a legacy. Yeah. Nuggets. So I told my congregation, you're stuck with me for a long time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the longevity. genes are good. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> longevity. Wow. Yeah, amen. Any nuggets? Uh, sure?
1: You know, in, in, in preparation for this, I thought, you know, maybe we'll put down 20 nuggets. You know, what you ask yourself at some point, you have a transition, I think, in life where, um, you know, first you think you know everything, and and then you find out you don't know much. And, and, but then there's a point in your life where uh, you think, well, I've been learning from people for a long time, and, and maybe, possibly, there's something I can share that might be benefit. To, to someone and so I, i've jotted down 20 things and chuck and LaShawn you're welcome to pipe in here and and comment on these you can say mike you're all wet you know i don't know where you got that or you can <laughs> agree or disagree or whatever but anyway th- these are my top 20 in no particular order of uh father's day nuggets okay christ and surrender to christ is everything Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I tie that to uh, Romans 12, uh, verse 1. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in the view of God's mercy, mercy, to offer yourselves as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that surrender is, uh, I think, what it's all about.
3: You know, and that's probably one of the things that most um, identified my dad, uh, mm-hmm. is a a sense of all-outness mm. for God. Yeah, um, it, it it was just part and parcel of who He was, and um, and that's been transferred not only to to me but to my sister as well, wow. and uh, who uh, she and her husband also serve in ministry. And there there was just that uh, that very distinct sense of uh, be sure that you've laid it all on the line. Yeah, for the Lord. Amen.
1: Yeah. Amen. Major in the majors, not in the minors. My mm-hmm. opinion, strictly my people who nitpick and major in the minors can't deal with the majors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Wow, is that but, deep Al, or what? <laughs> well, how you look at. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find
3: that life has a tendency though to suck us into the-
1: Absolutely, that I think that's the natural tendency. Yeah. And and we get
3: diverted from what the real the issues picture, yeah, are, yeah. and and the big issues get lost in all of this minutiae, that that really, I mean, it it has its place, but how easy it is for us to um,
1: to get lost in the small stuff. You know what? Th- this really, this lesson learned came <laughs> came out of 25 years of working in government. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, all right, here, sweat the details for a job well done. Now, that seems like it's opposed to what I just said, but it's not. You know, you want a job well done, you've got to sweat the details to, mm-hmm. to make it
2: happen. Well, mm-hmm. uh,
1: The toughest uh, battles are won one small step at a time. Oh. I was telling uh, Chuck, uh, what, two weeks ago, my son Joshua is in seventh grade, and they had a trip to <laughs> Yosemite. <laughs> and we were, uh, as part of that, we had to hike to the top of Vernal Falls. And, you know, that 26-year-old teacher, science teacher, you know, just really made me mad. The guy, like, went brr- all the way up there, and he came down two or three times, you know, and I going, <sighs> <laughs> you know, I needed that oxygen I talked about. <laughs> finally, as everybody was ready to come down off the hill, I finally made it to the top. You know, oh, Pastor Mike finally made it up. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something we do for our kids, you know, yeah. but yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want And that. only for our and kids. Only, oh, yes. But, you know, okay. that battle was Good. won one step at a time. You know, hey. it uh, it wasn't even one, two or three at a time. I'm proud of you. <laughs> uh, great. And this next one came from... From uh, from the police academy when I went through, we had a a drill instructor that was about ten and a half feet tall, and he had these steely (laughs) eyes, you know. And he didn't need to speak speak a word; he could just look at you, and those steely eyes would bore right through you, and you knew that he could read whatever you were thinking. And so you, you know, I mean, and and just tall, skinny, lanky guy. And at that time, he was probably, I would say, in his mid fifties. You know, he'd been around the block a lot. And, uh, and 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 his uniform, you know, his sheriff's uniform, fit perfectly. I mean oh, yeah. never a wrinkle yeah. and disgusting. All, yeah, very disgusting. <laughs> anyway, but he had a favorite. He had a favorite saying, and and I, I I've just used this. You know, it's rung in my ears for thirty some odd years since then. Just get it done. Mm-hmm. He say, "Just get it done, young man. Just get it done." Yeah. You know, um,
0: kind of like Nike, huh? Just, yeah,
1: yeah. kind of like Just Nike. Just do it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. And here's one uh, that that I learned from pastoring. I don't have to fix everyone. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm not called to fix anyone. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't the expectation, Chuck, of fix me? Yeah. And, and, oh, yeah. And and, and yeah. people are disappointed when we don't or can't.
3: Well, I I think not only people find disappointment, in that, I think pastors find disappointment in that. Yeah. You yeah. know, because. Really, ultimately, all of what we do comes down to each individual's response to God's working in their lives, and we can set the table, so to speak. Right. But there has to be a a, a willing
1: participation in that. Sure. Yeah. Well, this next one uh, ties into that. God heals. I participate. Mm-hmm. God, does mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. God does the healing. God does that, sure. Uh, people take many, and this has also come from pastoring, Chuck. Uh, people take many years, sometimes decades, to get where they are. We can't undo that in an afternoon.
2: Mm-hmm. You know
1: how many times have you got an emergency call? My marriage is in trouble. Yeah. How long have you been married? 18 years.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: could you wait till Monday? Can't wait till Monday. yet. Yeah. yeah. You know what? You took 17 years to get in the shape you're in. Let's wait till Monday morning, and maybe we can talk about
0: that. (laughs) You like that one, (laughs) (laughs) though.
3: Well, and can you real? I mean, the expectation is some kind of immediate, quick fix. Yeah, there is, and there isn't. No.
1: Here's one, and this has been restated many, many different ways, but I believe the best gift to our children is to love their mom unconditionally. Mm. Do you believe that? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's
3: uh, again. that was one of the things my my dad modeled mm-hmm. for
1: me, is the respect of my mom. Amen. Now, my son Joshua is down in the room over playing on the Internet, which, you know, is a sign of the times. Sure. But anyway, if he were in here, I would say, Joshua, what is the saying that dad is most known for in our home? And he would say, life's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> and And the next one, the next nugget... <laughs> 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 the next nugget ties into that God is just, God is not fair, god's just mm-hmm. 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 and there's a difference mm-hmm. yes, there is there is yes, if we expect him to be fair
3: <laughs> and and the, not to minimize what God can or can't do but but fair assumes one side one size fits all yeah amen yeah. and God works in each of our lives on an
1: individual basis. Yes. And right. uh, and we're all very grateful that he does it Amen in that, that kind of way. All right, we're almost uh, we're getting to the end of this list here. Life's purpose is not about getting to heaven, it's about what we do before we get there. Mhm. You know, I mean, it's important to get to heaven, obviously. It's not minimizing that. But our purpose in life is not just to get to heaven. Mm -hmm. Our our purpose surrounds what we do before we get there and and how God uses us. And I learned this, uh, again, in in, in the law enforcement gig. Give a bad man enough rope and he'll hang himself. Don't go out (laughs) of your way to help him. (laughs) The written—that's <laughs> very good. <laughs> I learned that from the school of hard Knocks, <laughs> The written word follows you. Be careful of what you write, mm. especially in today's email world. Mm, you just yeah. got to be careful what yeah. you put down in, in words. Uh, own your own stuff. You know, I mean, God has a different way of of putting that. Uh, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, some. Uh, the psalmist asks us to, uh, or he asks God to look into his life, yeah. you know, yeah. search me, oh God. Yeah. And, and, and he's asking God to, to take an inventory of him. And I, I kind of think it uh, in this way, he's saying, all oh, right, okay, God, shine your lantern around me and show me all those little dusty corners where there's stuff, yeah. and, uh, and I'll deal with it. I was talking with a guy in our church this morning, and
3: he uh, reminded me of a, a comment I'd made, a, an illustration I'd used in a sermon. He said, "We have a tendency to judge ourselves by what we meant, uh-huh. and judge everybody else by what they said." Oh, oh that's one. and and that kind of gets back to what what yeah. you're talking about yeah. in terms of owning
1: our own stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I got to hurry here because the producer's about to whap me upside the head with a no, book there because we're bumping the clock. No. But <laughs> all right, here quickly is this last uh, four or five. Forgive seventy times seven, but have good boundaries and
2: mm.
1: you know, one one thing to forgive another thing to allow people to run over you again in the same mm-hmm. way and that mm-hmm. and that that ties into the next one don't help sick people stay sick. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, walk your talk. Mm. the art of listening is a lifetime pursuit, and one of my favorites here uh, make a decision now, fall apart later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that one what fun stuff. Isn't that great? It is. As we celebrate Father's Day this week on Lighthouse Live. And, you know, this week's song features a dad who both he and his entire family has endured a tremendous loss. And and probably many of us have, have offered up prayers on their behalf. And, of course, we're speaking of the Stephen Curtis Chapman family. And his song entitled Cinderella also captures our hearts. Uh, this week, and and well, let's just uh, grab the tissues now, and we'll meet you back here on Lighthouse Life.
2: She spins anxious ways to whatever song plays, without a care in the world, and I'm sitting here wearing the weight of the world on my shoulders. It's been a long day. practice my dancing oh please daddy please so Day with the ring on her hand, just glowing and telling us all they had planned. She says that the wedding still six months away, but I need to practice my dancing. Oh please, daddy, please. So I'll dance with Cinderella while she is here.
0: Cinderella, Stephen Curtis Chapman here on Lighthouse Live with Pastor Mike, Chuck Adams, LaShawn Brown. Eileen Harlan, and it's so good to be celebrating Father's Day with you wherever you may be listening. We thank you for sharing a part of your time here with us, and we're just celebrating dads all over the world, all throughout this week, and we just appreciate fathers, wherever they are, to just honor you and the fine job that you do in whatever capacity, whether it's uh, dads, uh, new dads, old dads, grandpas, dads-to-be, we just want to thank you for the fine job that you do. And we were just talking with uh, Pastor Chuck and all that he has been doing. He and his wife, Sherry, have been married for 30 30
3: years. be 35 years in September. I'm glad
0: that you know that and the date and all of that. September stuff. That's, one. That's good.
3: 1973.
0: You know that. Do I get up? a Do you get, do get a, a prize Yes, yes, absolutely. You do. Nobody
1: gets to sleep inside tonight. <laughs> they, uh, this, is, this is a good deal. This is a very
3: good
0: deal. <laughs> a very good deal. And Lashawn, you and your lovely wife have been married for you and Jen? Uh, seven years. Seven years. Okay. Yes. Well, that's uh, seven years and and growing strong and. Oh, yes. Continue to grow. And and Kenzie is now one? One One-year-old, And what a beautiful child. We just, uh, during the song, we were looking at this wonderful book that Jennifer put together for you as a a gift for Father's Day this year.
4: Oh, yeah. It was an awesome, awesome gift uh, for... I couldn't even put into words when I saw it what uh, it meant because I never... Sometimes you never think you will be a father, and then there are times when you want to be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And yet, in my own strength, I'm not able to be all I need to be for her. Yeah, yeah. So I appreciate the guidance, the leadership that I've gotten from my father and other men, and it's uh, just been a good experience. Yeah,
1: yeah. Absolutely. Are there times when you go through life as a dad, and you hit a circumstance and you think, "Wow, now what Dad said makes sense," you know? (laughs) I mean, or Grandpa. I mean, yeah. yeah. There are some things that you just have to experience in order to uh, to you know to 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 grasp the wisdom and and uh, to be able to uh, pull that nugget out of the junk that's surrounding it it's been fun to watch our kids
3: um, assume these roles as parents Um, because i remember when my son was this high school young man and and i wondered at times how he was going to navigate some of the things ahead of him and to watch how uh, both he and his wife are just becoming such wonderful parents Mm. and uh, to see these characteristics um, be drawn out of him by his daughter mm-hmm. and uh, this fatherly almost i would almost use the word instinct uh that that lies with demonstrating it, it's a beautiful thing to watch amen yeah it really is
1: and there's a special thing about daughters you you and god and, and sherry have traveled a road regarding mm-hmm. your uh your daughter and and uh, wow you know daughters just have such a special place in our hearts you know but um stuff happens in life and and that's when you that's when boy you just got to fix your eyes on God and and, and not let him go
3: huh? yeah you really do we um uh, never as a matter of fact uh two or three years before our daughter was diagnosed with cancer i remember thinking to myself lord our lives have been pretty uneventful. Skated pretty well through um, life, and I've watched other family members go through some physical difficulties, emotional issues, and uh, um, little did I know that just a short ways down the road that yeah. we'd walk through a real difficult time with our daughter and, uh, uh, and her battle with cancer. Um, but it was God has proven himself faithful. Mm. You mentioned fixing our eyes on him um, that is the only way yeah. that Sherry and I found to walk through something like that and yeah. and of course, so many gracious people who um, attached themselves to us and uh, Mike, I remember you telling about how your kids would pray for Courtney every yeah, night absolutely. before they would go to bed and uh, yeah. and God is exactly who He says He is, and He will walk through you, yeah. walk through whatever it is with you, and
1: uh, we've certainly found that to be true. Amen. And I would admit, you know, and, and there are other things uh, too that that play into this as as shepherds, Chuck. You know, I mean, uh, you can counsel people about a death, you know, mm-hmm. uh, until the cows come home, but until you've experienced it, yeah. you know, uh, a dad or a daughter or a yeah. loved one. Uh, boy, God just uh, gives you a a deepness that can't be described. And and then he uses you to help others in a way that you could have never helped them before either.
3: We had a couple in our church um, who had a son serving in the military who was was killed while he was serving in Iraq. Mm -hmm. And um, to be able to look them in the eye and say, I know exactly how you feel. And to see them look back and say i know
1: yeah, yeah. i know yeah.
3: and there there was a way to be able to walk with them that we could have done in some measure mm-hmm. but um without having experienced it ourselves no yeah. we wouldn't wouldn't have been able to
1: and I would imagine, Chuck, too, it, it demonstrates the value of the body of Christ. Oh, yeah. You know, God doesn't Absolutely. call us to do it alone. Yeah. And uh, the, you, you mentioned before, you know, the support mm-hmm. that the body of Christ mm-hmm. provides during times like these
2: are, are just... Uh, it's well, there,
3: there's, there is an inestimable uh, benefit that comes to us from mm-hmm. that. Um, and, and I think something else, too, Mike, that, that Sherry and I have talked about at length... And that's the subtle expectation that if you're a Christian, somehow these things are avoidable. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not avoidable because we're all subject to the same uh, frailties of this fallen world. And the fact that we're Christians doesn't avoid that, what it does is it gives us a resource to draw from that it doesn't uh, destroy whether it would be an individual or whether it would be a marriage or a family, Mm -hmm. uh, that there is a resource for us to um, have available to us that helps us deal with these deep, deep, dark valleys that all
1: people walk through. And I I think the uh, the other thing that we fall into sometimes is, well, you're a believer. So take two prayers, call me in the morning, and it'll yeah. be all better. Yeah. You know, and, that, yeah. and, and God doesn't heal that yeah. way, does he? No, no.
3: no. no. Um, and, and it's even interesting within the context of a marriage, um, not only our male-female ways of dealing with things that are different, right. uh, but just the individual personalities. Uh, Sherry and I processed uh, the loss of, of Courtney uh, in radically different ways, mm-hmm. Sure, radically different mm-hmm. ways. And there are are no simplistic, uh, simple answers uh, to those kinds of things.
1: It's a process that we walk through. Our friend, uh, Dr. Jim Hanman, frequent visitor here to Lighthouse Live, is often fond of saying that, you know, God is both simple and deep. Yes, he's both. Yeah. And and both those things come into play. Uh, Just just before we uh, we hit a break here, something to think about on the other side. You know, the Bible... uh, uh, admonishes us, LaShawn and Pastor Chuck, to not exasperate our children. (laughs) I don't know how (laughs) successful we are at that, but let's think on that for, uh, for a couple minutes, and we'll be right back after this. Deep needs, deep hurts, spreading far beyond the government's ability to help children, single moms and dads, the elderly, disabled, the homeless. Yet, thousands of resources that can meet those needs are sitting right now in the pews and seats of our churches. The challenge? Activating those resources and connecting them with the people in need. We have a proven solution, advancing vibrant communities. We bridge the gap we connect people and churches with opportunities to serve the needs of their neighbors. Pure, simple, proven effective, advancing vibrant communities. What's our motivation? Jesus' command in Matthew 22:39 to love your neighbor as yourself. The church at large has a biblical mandate to serve the needs of the community. Advancing Vibrant Communities researches those needs, then finds volunteers with the skills and passions to meet those needs. The very first story that Mike told about ABC involved serving one of my church members whose needs I could not meet within my own community and in that moment God humbled me and asked me to open my heart and really listen and as I saw the setup of the database I realized that AVC is a wonderful partner with my own congregation
2: it helps us be more effective.
1: This organization comes along and says I'll do a lot of the groundwork, and we'll discover the needs and then those folks in your congregation who desire to be a part and who have these skills can volunteer. AVC partners with over 80 community and government agencies to help meet the needs of the city. We network with organizations like Habitat for Humanity, the American Red Cross, Salvation Army, the Area Agency on Aging, the School District, and the Police Department.
0: Habitat and ABC is a perfect match in that we both have common missions of helping people get out of the four walls of the church, getting out into the community, and helping others.
1: AVC serves volunteers by finding ways for them to help others. AVC serves the needy through volunteer efforts with love, grace, mercy, and compassion. AVC serves churches by augmenting efforts to reach out and meet the needs of their neighbors. AVC serves businesses by helping create healthy neighborhoods, by connecting employees with opportunities to volunteer, and by providing opportunities to donate goods and services to legitimate needs in the community. Well, it works. And I, I, I believe that as in our companies, as being uh, formerly a businessman in, in, in Stanislaus County and, and uh, other counties in the state as, as, as well, that uh, our companies were only as, as successful as our weakest link and I believe that to be the same case in our communities and in our cities that we can only be as much as we're going to be based upon the capacity and the ability of others to participate at an increased level and quality of of life.
0: You know, some of us can donate a little money, some a little time, some one or the other or both. It really touched my heart that
2: these strangers were interested in me and what I needed in my life.
1: We ask you to consider monthly financial support and to help recruit more volunteers. Advancing vibrant communities, faith in action, pure, simple, proven effective, carrying out the biblical mandate
0: to love our neighbors as ourselves. Thank you. And we're back with you on Lighthouse Live, celebrating Father's Day. We are... Chuck Adams, LaShawn Brown, Pastor Mark. I'm really Glad that you are wherever you may be listening. This is just a great time and you said you weren't going to exasperate.
1: Fathers do not exasperate your children. Before we get to that, a couple other nuggets from other people. Oh, Socrates. Yes. Never let it be say, it be said lighthouse live is not highbrow. Okay? I mean, <laughs> here is Socrates. <laughs> Here's a quote from Socrates, Wisdom for Men. By all means, marry. if you get a good wife, you'll become happy. If you get a bad one, you'll become a philosopher. <laughs> anyway, that's, uh, that's... eyebrow. Is that what you uh, okay. Here's a couple of Jackson uh, Brown. Uh, <laughs> Running on empty? Wrote uh, Jackson, yeah, H. Jackson Brown, Jr., <laughs> Wrote a book called Live and Learn and Pass it on. Here's a couple of things, and these are just from various people. I've learned that couples without children always know just how you should raise yours. <laughs> I've learned that you can get by on charm for about 15 minutes. After that, you better know something. Um, now here's one. I've learned that you can tell a lot about a man by the happiness of his wife and the respect given him by his children. Mm. Something mm. biblical about that wow. in there. Yes, yeah. I've learned that it's better to be married to someone with a good nature than a good physique. <laughs> 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 I'll get cards and letters on that one. That's, can, that's I, what Sherry I, said I can can about me. <laughs> I can see that coming right now. Oh, here's, here's one. LaShawn and Pastor Jack, I think, you know, we, we know this one. And, by the way, my, I gotta be, my wife is listening in the back control room there. So if I got out of line here, I can see, you know, she can whack me from way back there. Here it is uh, from someone. I've learned that I should never praise my mother's cooking while I'm eating something fixed by my wife. <laughs> what do you think, Sherry? Oh Sherry's in. Yep, she's giving right us a on. thumbs up on on uh, on that one. Uh, I've learned that nothing really bad happens when you tear the do not remove tags from pillows. Uh, that, you know, I, was, you know, I kinda wonder about that as a kid. I
0: always like, wondered about that. I
1: ripped that off, you know, <laughs> it would be FBI. You know <laughs> <laughs> grab the kid with the tag. Evidence. <laughs> All right, finally. Uh here's 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 one. And this kind of ties into something we talked about a little bit earlier, Chuck and says, I've learned that if you really want to do something positive for your children, you should try to improve your marriage. Amen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about fathers exasperating your children. What, what Anything, I mean, one-year-old, you know, how, how do you ag- exasperate a one-year-old? I don't know. What do you think, LaShawn? <laughs> Have you done anything to exasperate Figured your it one-year-old? <laughs> it's probably more the, the one-year-old exasperating <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> Yeah, you know, we got an equal time here, huh? <laughs> that's right. It's, it's funny you bring that up, though, because, and he, <laughs> as I move closer, that's right. You're acting. <laughs> <laughs> you're exasperating the producer now.
2: <laughs>
4: it's funny you say that. And one of the things that's currently happening uh, is, like, my my wife and Mackenzie are away for right now, and they're gonna be away for about a couple of weeks wow. and we've noticed the change uh, I talk to them on the webcam and Mackenzie she sees me but it's not my being there Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so her having to cope and deal with that uh, right now I'm considering flying back to, <laughs> <laughs> to go in, and be with them so when you yeah. say not to exacerbate them that really hits home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and because that's she, she can't put that into words mm-hmm. right and that's what really as a one year old makes it even more
1: kind of just knows dad's not there yeah right? and are a little undone a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. Mm-hmm. what do you think chuck i you know
3: life comes at us if we were all to sit around and discuss the uh, appropriateness or inappropriateness of of um, exasperating our children, I think all of us would immediately say, well, of course we don't. We, we don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, would to God that things operated in a vacuum like that, where that was the only point of concern. And I, I think at times the exasperating that we do is because we are already exasperated
2: mm-hmm. by
3: something else. Nothing that our kids did. Yeah. Uh, but but the other things in life, and I, I think as parents, uh, sometimes we talk about these parenting issues uh, in a little too clinical sort of a way, mm. and, and we forget that exasperating our children happens in real life contexts, yes. and and mom and dad really do have to um, to look at themselves. You know, it isn't because I think sometimes the exasperation that we feel is all pointed at our kids, yeah. and. They may be may very well be uh, not the willing participants in that that we might think they are at times. Yeah. You
1: know, I was thinking over over that, and my daughter comes to mind, and and there's a theme here because it it <laughs> cropped up again the other day when when she was I think two, and I was working with the state and 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 uh, the fire and rescue service. It had been a long day, long day, you know, and. And uh, I came home and I'm tired and dealing with a bunch of bureaucrats, and all we're trying to do is, in the fire department, is, you know, put the wet stuff on the red stuff. You know, yeah. just get the job done, and <laughs> yeah. you've got bureaucracy. Anyways, it's a very frustrating day, so I came home, and Heather wanted to talk. Now, in the, and uh, in, in my dad, or father-in-law, but my dad here, Louis, is behind me, and he'll agree. In, in the Douglas Ells- Ellsworth world, the women are the expert talkers, right, Dad? Is that? Yeah, he's going, he's going, yeah, that. yeah they are the expert right, talkers. Right, Sherry?
0: But, as it should be, yes.
1: As it go should groups. be. Okay, there we go. Yes. All right. My, my wife's probably nodding back there in the sure control room. But, yes. Yes. but anyway, so, and that's been inherited by our daughter, you know, and, and on all sides. My mom's a great talker. yeah, So anyway, um, and I came home, and, and Heather wanted to tell me something. Again, she's maybe two, two and a half. Yeah. And so she's talking at me because i'm not connecting i'm i'm somewhere else you know and that little two-year-old reached up with two (laughs) hands took my face pulled it in line and said look at me yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, you know and you know she still does that today and and you know if I'll, i'll be slightly distracted and <laughs> should do the thing with the, you know, yeah, yeah. Like Get Like the Three on me, Stooges yeah. thing with the two <laughs> fingers and eyes. should be doing this with the eyes. You know, look at me, Dad. when I'm talking to you. <laughs> you know, that was great. And I think that is probably one of the most exasperating uh, things that we can do is uh, not give our children our full attention. Mm-hmm. You know, because we have them for relatively so little time. Yeah. Uh, in, you know, you in, in, in you look at the timeline that that we have a relationship one on one with our children helping raise them and and the time then that we let them go and and, and God, you know, has them from there. Yeah. You know, we have such little time. We need to to really focus and give them the you know that that 100% attention. Yeah. Boy, we bumped that clock. Boy, oh, huh? you guys are good talkers. Yeah.
0: I'm right. telling you what. <laughs>
1: Oh, you're getting us back for that comment. <laughs> no, I'm not really. Yeah, <laughs> Lori put you up to that. I know. No. Nah.
0: I want to thank we you guys. We want equal time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Happy Father's Day thank to you guys. Thank, thank you thank so you. very much. I didn't really do that on purpose. Thank you for being here, LaShawn, brother, Pastor Chuck Adams. Fathers everywhere. Happy Father's Day to you. What a great job. We love you. We truly do. Thank you for listening. Join us next week, a great another father, we love him, Pastor Ross Bryles, will be joining us. Thank you for listening.